Welcome to episode 12 of the Drink Local podcast. My name is William and I am with Misa. Hi. Hey, how you doing? Are you usually, Welcome to the show. You I know usually I usually let me say my name. I, so I, I, was I, like, do, I don't know what I, to say. I, I do. I do. I apologize, but I just took the liberty <laughs> this time. You know, it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> But uh, we are avid, longtime craft beer enthusiasts. We aren't industry insiders. We are not Cicerones, and we aren't brewers. We definitely are not critics. What we are is people just like you. People who just really love beer. We've been drinking craft beer for over 15 years. And during that time, our passion for craft beer has informed so many of our experiences, whether it's our tourism, our culinary preferences, the types of activities we do for fun, craft beer has always played a role. So today is a very special episode because we are doing something a little bit different. If you have been following us, oh, if you have been following us, you might be aware that we tend to try different beers from different breweries and talk about those in some kind of loosely thematic way mm -hmm. but what we're doing today is we are drinking three beers from temescal brewing in oakland so these are all easy drinking beers and we are going to be talking about temescal itself mm -hmm. we're going to be talking about the Oakland beer scene, and we're going to be talking about our experiences ordering beer. Of course, we are also going to do our segments, What Made You Want to Drink? Mm -hmm. And we are going to take questions from the beer curious, and we have a lot of them today. So yeah. we're really excited about that. And with that out of the way, let's get into these beers. All right. Let's see how you do. Wow, that was like Smooth. a perfectly clean open. I'm so jealous right now. I know, you've been having trouble lately. I've been having really bad luck. All right, there you go. Sounds good. I've been having really, really bad luck. Um, all the beers that I've been opening lately have been just spurting all over the place. I <laughs> thought it was because I was drinking a lot of Crowlers. But then it's been happening with other cans, been happening with bottles. I I don't really? know. Yeah, I I think I'm just getting old. I, I don't know. My my hands aren't as steady as they used to be. But uh you're just shaking them. <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on honestly. But yeah, so what are we drinking right now? Okay, so we have three Temescal beers like uh William said. We have a Pills, it's called Pills, a modern Pilsner, 5% alcohol. Um, it's a simple yellow can that says Pills. Okay. And then we got a Kolsch that says Kolsch Classic. Um, this is also a simple can, this way. <laughs> they tend to be simple. I'm trying to find the... Oh, it's okay. It's 4.5. Even easier to drink. I wouldn't describe it as simple. I would, like, I would describe myself clean. as simple. Like, I would describe these... Yeah, as clean or minimalistic. 
Okay. You well, know, I'll get into the design in a bit, but this other one is very modern in my Hand opinion. Vacation IVL Italian Style Vienna Lager. This one is actually a collaboration with Almanac. We love Almanac. Wow. I just realized, though, it's misspelled. It says Almanac. Does it really? Yeah, look. On the can. It's not misspelled. Isn't it almanac? There's what? an A after the L. Almanac. There's no A after the L. Here. Am I tripping? Look. Oh, I'm little one. Totally. Oh, because I was looking at the logo. No, no, the logo's not it spelled. Totally it totally says almanac. <laughs> almanac and Temescal Collab. Oh, man. How did this get by? That's hilarious. It's, Holy shit, that's funny as hell. That's funny because I first read it without seeing the logo. And I saw the logo and I was like, oh, it's Almanac. And then I read it and I was like, wait, has it been Almanac this whole time? And I, thought, <laughs> and I like the whole time I thought it was Almanac. I know because you're ESL. So you always have like a little bit of doubt when yeah. you see something misspelled. No, you're like, is it me? It. It's crazy. <laughs> wow. This one is 5.1 Italian style Vienna lager. That's also the coolest can. Yeah, this one is like a yellow background, and it has like a little um, like a travel tag. Yeah, like a yeah, like a travel tag, and it says IVL, kind of like how they have airport codes. Yeah, can you know? vacation. Yeah, can vacation. Well, that's Very perfect. Cool. Can vacation, perfect. Because we we can go on actual vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, we needed that. Cheers, I guess. So the way that we got this, by the way, cheers. Cheers. Uh huh. <sighs> So ah. the way that we got this is that we ordered it, mm -hmm. and we'll get into that later, mm -hmm. but we ordered the easy drinking pack oh, from so Temescal. Yeah, so it was a three-pack? It was, well, a pack of it was a uh, pack of, four it packs. was six four-packs, so that's, what, 24 beers? Mm -hmm. And um, we, I just wanted something that we can kind of like, you know, just day drink. So they have different uh, packs? Yeah, they have different packs. They have like an IPA pack. Mm. And a lot of places are doing that. There are some other places that I want beers from, but mm -hmm. they didn't have as good of a system mm -hmm. as Temescal, mm -hmm. which I will get into when we actually talk about ordering beers. Mm -hmm. But just talking about the beers themselves, um, so <laughs> they all look the same. Uh, what? All the, like the beers wise. Yeah, the, the beers themselves are pretty the much all the like same a little color. bit uh, more crisp and clear. I think the other, I mean, yeah, it is clear. Yeah, it's definitely more clear, but it's like a little darker in terms of like yeah, like the Kolsch is very like yellowy. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So. I think they're all clear. It's just the glass is like foggy. But yeah, so it's I really cool. like. Temescal's aesthetic, uh -huh. you know, I like mm -hmm, things mm -hmm. that are very, as you said, simplistic. Well, their whole thing, uh, well, we, even um, their brewery mm -hmm. um, and all the merch that they have, it's very, they have like a this whole aesthetic where it's kind of like this 80s geometric, but with pastel colors, this pop pastel colors. And you can go to their website, temescal-brewing. Wait, is it? No, that's the shopping shopping website. Um, but temescalbrewing.com, sorry. 
and you can see their cans and they're all like really this like nice pastel color and it just makes you feel like good you know yeah and we've been to the brewery mm -hmm. when we were in oakland mm -hmm. um it's very cool and what it reminded me of honestly uh -huh. was uh like uh Saved by the Bell. Like, it just reminded me right, of right, right. that show, like, with their aesthetic and everything. Yeah. And, you know, their beer cans that we have here don't really reflect that. Mm -hmm. But the art and the things that we saw at the brewery really gave me that vibe mm -hmm. of, like, you know, like, the whole Saved by the Bell intro and, like, their graphics and everything. Yeah. 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 Um, their motto is fresh beer no jerks <laughs> so keep that in mind you know um no jerks allowed because it it really is like a good vibe feel good type of look and they do like i mentioned have a lot of merch they have some online like cups and pins and stuff i haven't looked i want to see i didn't get any when i was there but i was looking at their merch section and everything was super cute mm -hmm. so and then um i don't know do you want to get into like their brewery um i mean we kind of are i guess well before we do that yeah i do want to talk a little bit about the beers sure you know i want to just get our feelings on what they're like so we are doing easy drinking and right now misa is tasting the Kolsch classic she's actually going she's actually tasting them all like a. well i want to taste the difference because they are easy drinking so i'm just like drinking them you know yeah hmm. so were you able to like contrast them as you tasted them all back to back that's what i'm wondering because i feel like you might need like something to chase it like some water yeah, in order to tough. really get a good feeling that's why like i wait a little bit you know i want to say the pills has a little bit of like bitterness on the back end but it could just be all the all of it building up mm. Mm. i'm saying compared to the other ones right well, the Vienna the, Lager is, I don't know. I mean, they they all are easy drinking, and they're not, like, super duper different from each other. Mm -hmm. But, I don't know. The Vienna Lager is kind of distinct, I would say. But well, so I tend to have a particular... <laughs> desire mm -hmm. when i drink a kolsch mm -hmm. you know like mm -hmm. i kind of want that sweetness mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. um and when i drink a pills mm -hmm. i really want like that crispness mm -hmm. that 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 thing that makes you just want to like drink it all mm -hmm. like where it's not it's not quite like appley it's not quite cidery, mm -hmm. but it has that right amount of carbonation mm -hmm. and that right amount of just, you know, I mean, the only word I can think of is, is, is crisp. Yeah. I mean, these are Quality. all very crisp beers. Yeah, but this sure. Pilsner is really good. So I'm drinking the it Pilsner is. and it definitely gives me that feeling of like, I just want to drink it all. 
You know, yeah. it's really hard to put it down. I am going to try the Kolsch myself. And like I said, I really have been enjoying Kolsch's lately. Mm-hmm. I kind of, um, like my, my favorite Kolsch right now has been the Seafarer mm-hmm. from Three Weavers. Mm-hmm. And I've kind of been like, you know, trying a lot of other Kolsch's since then. And I, I like, you know, most of them that I've had. So the mm. canned vacation actually See, I get a huge difference from this from the pills in there. Like you said they're kind of similar. I think it's very Maybe different. Because I was just going like back the to back to Pilsner, back. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like it kind of leans more on like an apple-y side of things. Hmm. But which might be a terrible description for beer lovers, but that's just what I feel. Mm-hmm. And the Kolsch, I get more of like a honey quality. The Kolsch? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, that's just what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. You know? To me, the the lager is like, in terms of sweet, I feel like it's... Okay, let me try that one. The most sweet. But I found a description for the Vienna lager. Mm-hmm. A collab with Almanac It's Brewing. the sweetest and the spiciest. I We've think. made you a vacation in a can. Can vacation is packed with hop character. Loads of tetanang, tetanang shine through with a floral Tet-nang. nose. Floral nose. A slightly spicy, fruity flavors. Mm-hmm. Saffir and cashmere pop with notes of noble citrus and matcha green tea. Mm. Vienna malt provides a bready base for the hops to play on and a golden hue. The Weihenstefaner Lager Yeast, our go-to, oh, wow. shines in dry hot beers. It ferments dry with just a hint of floral and fruity esters. A dash of French oak in the lagering tank brings in a subtle hint of vanilla that softens the profile and melds in somewhere between the hops and malt. So if you're a beer person, you're probably familiar with Weihenstefaner, which mm-hmm. is a German brewery. It's been around since like the 1500s. It's and they have distribution all over the world, so you can find those beers pretty easily. So yeah. it was interesting to find out that they use that. Mm-hmm. Um, what I felt about the Vienna Lager mm-hmm. was that it was the least crisp mm-hmm. of the three, hmm. and that's not a knock against it. Okay. I think it's really good. They're all super drinkable, mm-hmm. but it's the most, uh, it's the juiciest, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, but like it is, it, it's spicy too, and it is very. It's definitely the most flavor packed right you know of different types of flavors and sensations smells and everything Mm -hmm. you know whereas the other ones are very straightforward they are what they are pretty much all the way through right complexity Mm -hmm. well said yeah so now Mm -hmm. we are going to continue to enjoy these beers okay as we talk a little bit about easy drinking Mm -hmm. why we like to do it what kinds of things we like to easy drink, and so on. Wait, what? About easy drinking? Easy drinking. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't want to make it too hard for you, because this is supposed to be easy. Like, I feel like I scared you a little bit Okay. with the easy drinking, because uh-huh. I think that, you know, you were kind of, like, prepared to talk about Tim Escal. Yeah. And we're going to get to that. Uh-huh. But the main topic was supposed to be just talking about easy drinking. Okay. You know? Uh-huh. Uh, so, 
I guess I have a question uh-huh. for you, uh-huh. if you don't mind. Uh-huh. Do you have favorite styles of beers to uh-huh. easy drink? Um, I agree on the Kolsch that I have kind of taken a liking to a Kolsch mm-hmm. um, because it's at least from my experience when something is called a Kolsch, it's you're there's I haven't really had anything where I'm just like what like this is not what I expected. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. pretty, like, it's it's in the range of what you expect, you know? And when you want something easy drinking, you don't want to be, like, you you want to kind of know what you're getting into. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I think in that sense, because, like, a pills, I feel like um, people kind of play around with it a little bit more. Yeah. So it could have a range where it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, technically it's a pills, but you know what I mean? <laughs> but with a Kolsch, you're not getting anything where you're just like, what the fuck? Like, what? You know? Yeah. Like, how is this a, you know? So right. in terms of like knowing what you're going to get, I feel like a Kolsch is like a good choice. I was kind of late. Mm-hmm. To the coast party, mm-hmm. you know. To be honest, like I well, was drinking think they were here and really there. making too like, yeah, like too they many craft popular breweries were making. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, you could get like traditional ones, like you know, but right. like I don't think too many craft beer places were doing it. You know, they're mm-hmm. doing other stuff, and then like it's they've gotten they've reached the coast point of the yeah. process. I guess I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think that a, a, a while back we were like way more into hoppier beers, mm-hmm. and obviously we still love hoppy beers because mm-hmm. we're West Coast. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, so I kind of like would have expected you to say like a pale, or yeah, like, I mean, I like pales for sure. Know, yeah, or like for me, like for a long time, you mm-hmm. know, when it was really popular, I would be getting session IPAs, right, you know, right. for my easy drinking, you right. know. But I've definitely like. Since pretty much since we've been doing the podcast, mm. I think that people, if they've been staying with us, know mm. that I've been way more on like the Pilsner mm-hmm. for quite a while. You know, right. I've been drinking like a lot of Pilsners. Mm-hmm. I've been drinking, you know, a lot of a lot more light beer. Yeah, I mean, we did like a day drinking episode. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So this is kind of similar, right? I guess you know, mm-hmm. but and I think that in the day drinking one, we talked a lot about pails. Yeah, well, in the day drinking one, uh-huh. we had a single hot pail from uh, Fort Point. Uh, mm. What is this? Um, the Crisp, which is a Pilsner from Six Points. Oh, yeah, that, that was good. And a block a black, black lager. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah. from, from Ennegrin. That was good. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of overlapping yeah but those were a lot that was a lot more variety yeah in terms of beers Mm -hmm. then these are a lot closer together Mm -hmm. and i kind of like that because Mm -hmm. you really get to uh see the nuance Mm -hmm. between them Mm -hmm. you know and you can see that even though yeah yeah they are close together Mm -hmm. they're also so distinct from one another Mm -hmm. and that's really cool you Mm -hmm. know and it's 
but it's also easy to go from one to the other to yeah you know because they're kind of within yeah. the same sort of i mean they're a pack it's an easy drinking yeah. pack so we got 24 of these collectively mm -hmm. and so that's why i was like you know i have to get something easy drinking mm -hmm. for something right. like this you right. know because it's something that I, you know like i tend to not want to drink a whole lot of the, of the same, same right. beer, yeah. If it's like too much, you know, for like, sure. And that, for that's sure. why, even though I like these beers, uh -huh. when we used to be able to go out to bars, uh -huh. you know, I would like to have a double IPA. Mm -hmm. I would like to have, you know, stronger beers. I would like to have right because you're not drinking stout, like sours, cans and cans of them. things like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. But like when you just are gonna be in it for the long haul when you're hunkering down so to speak <laughs> you know like you want something like this yeah and i mean i don't think that we could have done it any better and i don't think that temescal could have done it any better like this is yeah so the packs the different packs they have they mm -hmm. have individual ones too but the pack they have is newest releases mixed case. So I so have they updated that yet? Because when I checked their website last uh -huh. time, it didn't say top shelf IVL and hazy forecast. Top shelf is a crispy, crisp, dank, citrusy, hoppy lager. Sounds good. Another another Italian uh -huh. style being a lager. It is? IVL. I'm assuming so. No, IVL is one of them. Oh, top, top shelf. shelf. Oh, crisp, dank citrusy hoppy log that sounds good yeah and then a hazy luscious tropical hazy ipa yeah that sounds so good. that's one spring vacation mix case which has ivl guava boat and wit beer with temescal wit and then ultimate variety mix case which has four different ones and then the easy drinking and then ipa lovers like you said which is like two hazies and one I don't know what this one is. Post Coast Melanie Citrus Hybrid IPA. Hmm. See, that sounds interesting. Yeah. But I also feel like that's a hazy lover, not a like. I feel like an IPA lover. You have to have a solid classic IPA. Yeah. In the mix, that's just me. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think they just happen to have yeah, two uh, yeah, hazies going on yeah. right now. Um. And then they have a Cellar Gems mixed case, which is like bottles. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm definitely going to check them out again. And then they deliver. So they, they, you know, if you live in the area, you can pick up, but they also deliver to California. Throughout California. Yeah. yeah. So if you're in Cali, you can get these beers. Mm -hmm. And that's what we did. And we're trying to explore more and see if there are other things mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so I guess that my favorite thing mm. about the idea of easy drinking beer uh -huh. is the way that you can just really like well i, I kind of covered this mm -hmm. like you, you you can really enjoy them for an, extend, an extended amount Right. I'm not saying it well, but you know what I mean. Right. Like, yeah. 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 You know, you like, don't get tired of them. Yeah. Like you don't get. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't get tired of them. Because the flavor is not like too like crazy. Right. Because it doesn't I, wear on you. Right. Because like I fancy myself mm -hmm. as a taster. Mm -hmm. Like if someone was to be like, what kind of 
craft beer mm -hmm. enthusiast are you? Mm -hmm. I would say I'm a taster, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so that means that I like to try new beers as much as possible. Mm -hmm. And I have a pretty good flavor memory. Mm -hmm. So I can retain that mm -hmm. and know what I've had, mm -hmm. you know? Um, whereas... I don't remember shit. Yeah, no, you're, you're not as good with that, mm -hmm. you know? Um, whereas other people... They like to have what they like, right? A lot of it, right? Right, because you know? even, yeah, when we're at bars and stuff, people will go back you and know, get another one, get another one of the same. I never do that, yeah. I never <laughs> we, do we that, never do that yeah. I, yeah. I never get another one, right? You know, and like they'll and they'll ask you, you want another one? I'm like, mm, something different, yeah, you know, yeah. It's like, <laughs> let me see the menu again, yeah. I'm gonna check it out, give me a second, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. But yeah, so Temescal, mm -hmm. you know, we kind of got into that. Let's talk about that. Mm -hmm. So Temescal is a really, really interesting brewery mm -hmm. because it, well, it's in what, when we were able to go outside, was one of like the more like hip areas of Oakland. Um. Yeah, I mean it's it's the area is called like a Temescal area. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah. Yeah. I just remember that you know like when we went there, uh -huh. everybody was there. Mm -hmm. Um, there was the, the street like. It was a had, cute street. Yeah, it was a great street. Tons of great restaurants, and they and they also had roses. Thank you. Tap room. Roses tap room. Yeah. Which is another fantastic brewery. Yeah, that yeah. I think that they was... specialize in sours. They do a lot of sours and stuff. Um, the honestly, like you know, we, we went to Bay Area. I feel like they're times. on Telegraph. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, Telegraph I think is a long ass street. It's a long ass street. But it's in the Temescal neighborhood uh, of Telegraph, and Rose's Tap Room is like just a few blocks north of Temescal Brewing, and Temescal has like a. They have like a cute, super cute inside area, but they have like a outdoor um, mm -hmm. like a little beer garden spot, yeah. area too. And I think they have like food trucks coming there. And one of them, I I want to say they serve like okonomiyaki. Yeah. Which oh. like we, I mean we we d didn't get to have it. It wasn't there when we were there. And but, we had breakfast. But I mean that sounds pretty bomb. But th yeah, there was like a bunch of little restaurants and like cafes and stuff down that street and rose's tap room like combined with like temescal and rose's tap room it it was kind of my one of my favorite experiences mm -hmm. um yeah of of the oakland brewing brewery tours that we you and know we love we oakland. We've, been, we've been there a few times yeah i mean and there's pl other places that i love too but it was so they were both like really distinct to mm -hmm. me Absolutely. in my mind there is um temescal with their like aesthetic which is kind of not your like typical brewery sort of um aesthetic you know it's it is this like pastel like they both weren't weren't your typical they brewery aesthetic they and weren't. yet they were both like polar opposites Right, and like Rose's tap room, it was like, I walked in and I was like, wow, it, it really had like a more of a feminine vibe, you mm. know, and it had this mm. like, 
um, I don't know, it was like really nice in there. Like it was, it yeah. felt like, I love It loved was very the, classy. It was, yeah, and it had like, like visually they were both like really. Super on point. Yeah, they're, they're really great. So I don't know, you, I feel like you just got to go and yeah. experience yeah. it. Um, oh, the Rose's Tap Room. Um, they have this, uh, uh, I think it's a mug club where you, when you join the, the mug club, it's kind of, you know, like a beer club. I think if you get a, if you join it, then you get a mug. Yeah. A lot of breweries have mug clubs, even though I'm not a part of any mug clubs. Yeah. And the thing is like, they have, uh, they have this, uh, it's like a program they have with like local, um, ceramic artists. Oh, wow. So the mugs are like one-of-a-kind handmade you know like that's it's so awesome. oakland right it like, really I, like, is that's so it, but it's like it's so great like because like oakland is like if i really, lived in that area i would totally fucking be a mug, mug club member oh there. totally and i'm sure that yeah. you would be a mug club contributor too totally totally because like so oakland is I'm so jealous one of those towns uh -huh. where the community is extremely invested in the arts Totally, and yes. they're also invested mm -hmm. in uh, the community itself, you know, because, I mean, I think that a lot of people in Oakland, mm -hmm. they feel like they're under attack, mm -hmm. you know, and mm -hmm. I think that those things are valid mm -hmm. because, you know, they're being priced out. They mm -hmm. have been being priced out for a very long time, natives, you know, mm -hmm. and, you know, for me, obviously, you know, it strikes a personal chord because Oakland is, you know... It's a black city, uh -huh. you know? Uh -huh. So, like, when you see that kind of thing, you know, it really it really bothers you, you know? And when I say a black city, I mean culturally, you uh -huh. know? Totally. And Historically. To be, right. Yeah. And to be part of the culture, uh -huh. you don't got to be black. Uh -huh. To be part of the culture, you got to respect the culture uh -huh. that's there, you right. know? And people who come in for, to any community uh -huh. from out of town and don't respect the culture, like... That that really bothers me, you know. Yeah. It just it just rubs me the wrong way. You yeah, know? it is what it is what it is. Um, but yeah, so when you see people being so thoroughly invested mm -hmm. in that kind of thing, mm -hmm. in you know, really like contributing to the artistic growth. Mm -hmm of the community like it makes you feel like you want to be a part of that right you know right and totally. that's always how i feel when i go to oakland like i really mm -hmm. i really love that city mm -hmm. um one thing you mentioned too mm -hmm. was the okonomiyaki truck uh -huh. Uh -huh. at temescal yeah yeah and the reason why i bring that back up is because i'm just like damn like was the food truck mm -hmm. And the brewery, not the perfect marriage. It is. Like, yeah. that's the like that's the yeah. greatest, like, that's yeah. the greatest the team up, like... They, it's, like, meant for each other. Like, yeah. you, you need each other, you know? Like, I mean, a lot of times breweries, they're not set up to serve food, you know? Yep. Um, but people want to eat, you know? Yep. And a, a lot of places, though... You want variety. Right. And a lot of places will be like, oh, you can, like, bring food in, or whatever but you know i mean it's 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 a great um symbiotic symbiotic both are correct am i using it in the correct context yes absolutely okay yeah 
Um, by the way, Roses also is doing deliveries within California too. So, and they have a Shit. early beer called Kolsch, uh, four pack called early beer, and then later beer, which is the Vienna Lager. So that must that must be like some sort of a trend. Okay, we got to do it. Yeah, you know, yeah. we got to do it. And they have really cute art. We got to make it happen. So, so we'll make that happen. And, you know, like I said, you know, this is a special episode because mm -hmm. we're doing one brewery. Mm -hmm. And for the time being, mm -hmm. this might be the format. You know, we right, might right. be it's, doing... It is harder to get, like, a variety of different places, you know, just right. because we're not really... And, you know, that's, you know, aside from the malaise and the laziness, that's uh -huh. definitely contributed to why it's been so long for us yeah but yeah, we are we going to be that. more regular we really want to be yeah. you know and we'll get into that when we talk about what made us want to drink yes yes <laughs> but yeah so now i was gonna say um i don't know if you want to get into like oakland and um because i feel like that's gonna take long and i feel like we could just refer to the Blog, we can like save it because we talked about the street. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, right? we, no, we're done. No, that was the Oakland. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's fine. That was the Oakland. That 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 whole okay. Telegraph Avenue and all. We can that. mention the blog though. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, if you guys want to hear more mm -hmm. about Oakland, then or our experience. Yeah, there. our experience. In the Bay we, Area. Yeah, we did write about our experience in the Bay Area on our blog. We mm -hmm. both wrote about it from. Each of our perspectives. Yeah, I wrote it in Japanese. Right. So yeah. if you are only English speaking, you can check out mine. Yeah. I talked a little bit about my Oakland experience mm -hmm. and my San Francisco experience. One of them, or maybe a combination of a few of them. I don't remember exactly how it went down. Mm -hmm. And Misa talked about her experiences mm -hmm. in Japanese. Mm -hmm. If you're bilingual, then you get a chance to see both sides yeah. of the picture. And, and honestly, like, the Temescal thing was pretty hilarious, what happened at Temescal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> you can Definitely. read about it. We won't Definitely. get into it here. So, check it out. Mm -hmm. But um, I do want to talk a little bit about, since we kind of already mm -hmm. have started onto it, mm -hmm. about ordering beer oh, mm -hmm. in our experience. Sure, because sure. that's super important right now. Yeah. You know, um, so last episode we talked about how, you know, a lot of breweries yeah. are not going to be able to survive this. Right. You know, and since then, people in Los Angeles, we found out that our extension of stay at home mm -hmm. is going to be through August. Right. So, um, you know, that, you know increases the mortality of every establishment within the city yeah you know it's tough, yeah um, yeah it's tough uh and you know it's you know personally i'm of the opinion that you know until we have some kind of vaccine or something dramatically mm -hmm, changes mm -hmm. you know our situation is indefinite mm -hmm. you know and if something changes could mean anything it could be our perspective on how we organize society mm -hmm. it could be anything but you know something's got to change otherwise we're gonna get sick right um but ordering beer you know we've done it quite a few times now mm -hmm. since this stay-at-home order has gone into effect right and 
we've had varying experiences, all positive, I would say, yeah. but we've had varying experiences mm. depending on how we've done it. Because the ones that I've ordered, I've had delivered. Mm. You ordered and you went to pick up. Yeah, I just once, yeah. Right. So um, I want to talk a little bit about that. A lot of breweries mm -hmm. have online stores now yeah. where you can order the beer in advance. They prefer you to do that, and they have curbside pickup. The, right. Almost all of them have curbside pickup. Right. So if you're local, you can get beer to drink local. Right. Okay? As long as you're willing to go pick it up. Right. As long as yeah. you're willing to go pick it up. Um, you know, my belief is that... It's real it's, easy. You yeah, it's easy, and they are taking the precautions mm -hmm. that they need to... Also, Take. there's like no traffic right now, you know, yeah. curbside, probably you could park right in front of that brewery, you know, like. Yeah. And, you know, back in the day, like we used to always like, you know, like we glorify curb service, you know, now, yeah. not, not, now it's here. Yeah. It's mandatory. But I have done a lot of delivery. Yeah. You know, and I've gotten delivered from a lot of places locally. Yeah. So, like, not all breweries do that, right? Not all breweries. Yeah. It's going to be a do lot like, tougher. Like, delivery meaning, like, within that day or within? So, there are, ex experiences may vary. Okay. Everyone's do something different. Okay. There is no system right, right, in right. place. They're all figuring know? it out right now. Yeah. And it would be nice if somebody mm -hmm. were to come up with a system, you know, so, like, you know, if you're enterprising, mm -hmm. you find the hole. Right, right. And you hole. try to fill it. Right. Right. You know, someone who comes up with a system mm -hmm. for getting beer delivered to right. people, right. you know, that makes it easier for all involved. Right. You know, so that people can get what they want and breweries can continue to sell as much as possible right. because they need to sell as much as possible right yeah now. because i mean it does seem like i mean for us definitely but it does seem like in general people are drinking more so it's like it's coming from somewhere you yeah know? right you know they're buying it from somewhere yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> you we might as well be in a while we it from everywhere. To you. yeah <laughs> but yeah so like so for example i have gotten beer delivered from Highland Park. Mm -hmm. As far as I know, mm -hmm. they are they have their own delivery people. Right. And if you order it before a certain time in the day, right. you can get it same day. day. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. I've ordered from Mumford Brewing uh -huh. in downtown LA. Uh-huh. They do it through Postmates. Oh, okay. Okay, so Postmates delivers you your right. beer. Right, yeah. Right. And so I they do even, it like yeah. it's like a food delivery. I didn't even know Postmates could do that. You know, you, it's, think, you know what? Like I heard, I don't know if it's Postmates or it might have been Uber Eats or whatever. Where I work with like a company, they were I was talking to somebody and they were like, "Oh, we can have uh, I don't know if it's Uber Eats or just Uber, but basically they were using it like a delivery service. So they're like, we can send you the T-shirt. We can have some, like a an Uber person bring you the T-shirt or something. I was like, what? Like, but I'm like, I I mean, I guess it's the same difference. See, like a lot of a lot of what happens yeah. in any situation yeah. feels like exploitation of someone <laughs> like you always are like huh, like you like you, you're bothered you're like is this okay that there's always right. a feeling of is this okay well you know like as as i don't know like tech uh, technically i don't think it seems like there's no like laws or anything against delivering alcohol 
Right. Right? Well, it doesn't seem like it. Yeah, well, you if know, it, like, if they well, could just use post Some people ask for ID. Yeah. Some people don't, you know? Right. And there are reasons behind right, right, that. Right. You know why? Like, Postmates didn't ask me for ID. Yeah. They were like, forget yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's true because if people. Highland Park are, asked me for ID. Right. If people are ordering, like, my, my coworker actually said she ordered stuff from Whole Foods and she ordered kombucha. And there's like a trace of alcohol alcohol in kombucha but like not enough to call right. it you know but they asked for her id so you know what i mean like so but yeah if you think about like people getting groceries and buying alcohol through that it's the same kind of thing right right like grocery deliveries and postmates and uber and whatever the fuck so i mean there seems to be some kind of legal gray area yeah. whatever it is and yeah, i think a yeah. lot of people are covering their bases right now the story that I do want to tell is about ordering from Ogopogo. Okay. So, and the reason why is because I learned that, you know, if you can, I would recommend trying to pick up mm -hmm. because places, you know, are in different situations. Totally. So, I ordered from Ogopogo one time and it was a totally great experience, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, somebody came, brought the beer. It was totally cool. Mm -hmm. I ordered it. Their online store is fantastic. It mm -hmm. is very clean. Mm -hmm. They make it very simple for you. Mm -hmm. And they get it to you. Mm -hmm. um, when I ordered the second time, the experience just, just as good. Mm -hmm. Everything perfect. Mm -hmm. But when I got the beer, mm -hmm. then I got a text from someone. Uh -huh. And they were like, I'm outside. And so I opened the door, and it was the owner of the brewery and the, the brewer. head brewer. Right. He's one person. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, this can't be right. You know? <laughs> so I was like, literally he ready. has better shit to do with his right. time than this. Right, right, Like, right. he can't be fucking doing this. Also delivering, right? Yeah, you know, and so, but I got the opportunity to ask him how he's doing and how the business is doing. Yeah. He said that they seem to be able to stay afloat so far. Right. But who knows? That was before we got the three-month extension. Right. You know, things might change, but that's when it occurred to me that people are strapped. Right. They have to make cuts where they can, mm. and they have to do what they can, and this motherfucker was hustling mm -hmm. like he was hustling in a way that i think that he didn't think that he would have to anymore right, like, right you know right, what i mean right, right. and so He's like i got my own brewery i'm gonna be brewing beer right and right. it i could have picked it up right you know yeah. um and that's when i realized like you know i gotta pick this shit up if <laughs> yeah. I can next uh -huh. time I order it yeah. which I will be ordering from right. Ogopogo again right. because yeah. they make some of the best beer they in make, LA yeah, in my good. opinion I've never had a bad beer from right. them yeah um I mean uh-huh go ahead no I, I was gonna say I get why they offer the delivery option because they are kind of out of the way they are out of the way you know um so I get it, you know, like I know not everybody offers delivery, local delivery. I don't know what his range is. Of I think it's delivery. about 15 miles. Yeah. But we're about six miles from him, mm -hmm. but it's six ugly really? miles. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like it's more. No, really? I, 
Okay, you know, in the South, they say yeah. as the crow flies. Uh-huh. And you mean diagonally. Yeah, diagonally. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, no, yeah no, through no. air. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That's why I call it ugly miles. But if you're on the road, yeah, no, that's got to be like 25 miles, man. Like, honestly, something happens where, like... So, it's like a 50-mile radius. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's how he has to do it. You yeah, like, so, so something happens. Yeah. It gets messed up. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, I'm like, that's a long drive. Like, so... Yeah. I was like, dude, this can't be right, you know? So, um, if I could recommend picking up, then I probably mm-hmm. would. You know, I can understand if it's Yeah, you know, I mean, it's an opportunity. Right. Honestly, like, the other day, <clears throat> we ordered some food, and I thought it was delivery, but it ended up being, like, I had to pick it up. And as much as I was like, oh, I wasn't, I was just going to sit here and wait for it to come to me, but... Um, when I found out it was pickup, I didn't really mind, honestly, because it's just like another like reason to get out of the house. Right. And we were doing that shit before. Yeah. Right, right, right. Even you know? if it's not like, I mean, it's just to go pick up food or pick up beer, but it's like a reason to get out and like drive a little, which like, you know, I mean, you kind of <laughs> like start to That's appreciate so it. I know it is, but you kind of start to appreciate it when you really don't do it that much. Yeah. I mean, I still and there's driving. like, no, there's no like traffic really, you know? So it's like, I mean, who cares? You know, it's fine. It's like, everything is like within you drive for like 15 minutes and you're there, you know, like I was just telling someone how, uh, usually it takes me 50, five, zero minutes to drive to work, uh, you know, to commute. But when I've had to go there, go go in um, during this uh, stay-at-home order, it takes me less than 15 minutes. Yep. It's like 12 minutes yep. to get there, you know. And it's just like, you know, so everything. And that's and it is kind of actually like not close, you know. Um, it's like a whole different town, you know, but... Um, it's a whole different side of LA, you know, but yeah. it's like, you know, you get there in less than 15 minutes. So it's nothing really. I mean, um, I don't know how it is mm-hmm. everywhere else, but even though there's less traffic, yeah. there are more people driving like there's no traffic law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that, that's definitely true. I did see some stuff where it was like, hey, you know, slow down. Um, but so I was going to talk about my experience picking up. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's not much. But so I went to LAL Works, which is in Inglewood. So I actually went to pick up on my way back from having to go into work to drop something off or pick something up because it's kind of on that side of, uh, on the west side, I guess I would say, even though Inglewood is not just the west side. But so I ended up going there to pick up uh, and the brewery was open and I walk in and then I tell them my name and they were like here and they had it in a bag and gave it to me. Um, but it was the best thing for me was when I walked in and I was getting the beer, I look over and Scrapalicious, which hey. I, think mentioned, I think we mentioned in this uh, podcast because I think we had the beer, right? Yeah. Scrapalicious. So um, it's their like mascot cat their brewery cat this like a tuxedo cat you know he just walks in i don't know i think it's a he just casually just strolls in you know it's it's just literally me at the brewery except for the people who were like you know there to give me the order 
um, she just fucking walks in. You know how, like, cats, they'll, like, even if they were, like, waiting for you, I know he wasn't waiting for me, but, like, they'll, like, make an entrance. Mm -hmm. They'll, like, walk in, like, oh, oh, hey, I didn't, oh, I didn't know you were here, you know? Like, that's literally <laughs> how he walked in. <laughs> he fucking, like, walked in, he just, like, looked at me, like, oh, oh, hey, hey, fancy seeing you here. And then he just fucking, like, was like, oh, but I'm not here for you, kind of thing, you know? He just walked off and then just kind of like sat like a little bit further down you know like you know keeping a distance keeping a social distance from me and he you just know. sat there and he just like fucking like gloriously looked off and i was just like ah, you know and i wanted to go like pet him but you can't. i mean i probably can i probably can but um but i was like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get all crazy so yeah. i like took a little picture and i left but that's awesome but it was worth it just to, to you know witness his uh glorious yeah. uh existence i mean scrappy's a brewery cat so i'm sure he's missing people too I, yeah exactly so i think he was just like oh shit i think yeah. i hear somebody yeah. you know he's just like oh just one person, great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he doesn't know what's going on, you know? Yeah. He's probably like, what the fuck? Like, are we going out of business? What's going on here? Why, how come nobody's here? But, yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, you when if you go pick up a beer, you might, you know, get a little little gift on the side like that, you know? You never know, you, never know, you know? So, it, it really made my day, honestly, so. Now, the last thing I want to talk about. it's kind about. of a drive, honestly. It is, yeah. it is pretty far, total. From the house, but it was worth it. It was worth it. Totally worth it. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, I definitely, you know, want to go pick up from some places mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. have beer that I want yeah. that don't offer delivery. Right. You know? Right. And if you're willing to pick up, then your options uh, increase by a lot. Like, I want three Weavers, and that's also oh, mm -hmm. in, like, Inglewood. Also, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, by like, LAX. close to the airport, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's pretty far. Mm -hmm. But... I want those, those beers. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah we so the last go on thing. On a, a little drive. We got to do it. Mm -hmm. The last thing I want to talk about mm -hmm. with regard to ordering mm -hmm. is, of course, going back to Temescal. Mm -hmm. Now, that was a different ordering experience because now, mm -hmm. of course, you want to order beers uh -huh. if it's just too far to drive. Right. You know? Right, now, right, right. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because they had some other service. Mm -hmm. um, I think it was called GLS. I'm not really familiar with this shipping company. Mm -hmm. Okay. But I ordered the beer. I didn't know what shipping company it was going to be. Mm -hmm. And um, I ordered it like maybe Tuesday, mm -hmm. I want to say. Mm -hmm. Could have been Monday. Mm -hmm. But I ordered it earlier in the week. And I they said that they were going to have an email letting me know when they had shipped, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so I was like, cool. So I didn't get that email. I was expecting it to be like a week or two, mm -hmm. you know, before I got my beer, mm -hmm. which was totally fine, mm -hmm. you know? And then I got an email on Thursday mm -hmm. and they were like, you're, you're, uh, what do you call it? Your uh, packing slip mm -hmm. has been printed. Mm -hmm. And I was like, cool, they printed my packing slip. Uh -huh. I'll see it next week, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I never got the email saying it shipped. Yeah. Then I got a phone call mm -hmm. when I was taking a nap mm -hmm. on Friday. Mm -hmm. And I didn't pick that up. 
because who picks up phone calls in 2020? Yeah. And then... From a number you don't recognize. Right. Yeah. And then I got a knock on my door and surprise, there was my beer. Right. Super fast. Yeah. And it was from GLS. The guy asked for my ID. Yeah. I showed it to him. I... He signed the thing for me himself to uh-huh. make sure I didn't push anything. It was uh-huh. very nice of him. Uh-huh. And when I got the beer, uh-huh. it was fucking cold. <laughs> it was cold. Uh-huh. Like it was like drink it right this instant. Yeah. You know, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. but it was cold. So we had to hook up the mini fridge and make sure that we had space for all yes. this extra beer, right? Yes, that's, that's definitely uh, something that I'm happy about, that we we had this mini fridge from, like, it was yours, right? Yeah, I used to like age your... I used to age uh, double bastards in it. Is that what it was for? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was like... like a... I got, like, a 12 bottles of double bastard, right. and I aged them. Uh, over the course of about yeah a year or two yeah and then and then so for a while we had the mini fridge hooked up and we would like age beers in it yeah we aged a lot of beers um, in that but we but then we kind of stopped and we well they changed the marketing they were like drink fresh so we're like ah so we just kind of stopped doing that so yeah. we just kind of like just disconnected the mini fridge um, but we still had it, and but then it was yeah we connected it, and so now I'm like I'm like ooh we had a yeah. whole beer fridge like you know as we should. But yeah, if you're far away from somewhere, yeah, if they deliver within your state or within like your tri-state area, yeah. let's say if you're yeah. like in one of those states that's yeah. like a smaller state, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. the size of California, yeah. you know, then you should definitely take advantage of mm-hmm. what they have or mm-hmm. at least check. Because you're helping, you know, you're totally. get, and you're drinking great beer. Totally, totally. You know, and this has been a fantastic experience mm-hmm. for us, you mm-hmm. know, and that's why we were able to do this. Mm-hmm. So, is there anything else you want to say on this topic? Um, mm, not well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> because I was going to say, oh, yeah, because like thinking about like, ship into the area uh remember when we had makku the yeah. makkori the korean yes. rice lager yes loved it so at the time they were you know they were only available like in diff- like certain areas mm-hmm. um and so i know that at the kind of beginning of this whole like situation they were delivering within like new york area but so I was going to say that, you know, but I went to the website and it says now nationwide. Booyah. So their distribution was actually at the time of uh, our, our podcast, which was like, when was this? The Makori episode? The Makori episode was. Episode four in February, late February. They were only, we found it at Sunset Beer Co., I believe. And so they were, their distribution was like New York area, um, maybe like Chicago and then L.A. But I think somebody, uh, Matt, I think, commented and he's in the Bay Area. Mm -hmm. And he was asking if it was available there. And when I looked, it wasn't. But now, because of this, they're actually shipping nationwide. 
So actually, now you can get it、wow. if you want, you know. So it's it's kind of it is it it does suck in terms of like、um, a lot of breweries having to close and bars and stuff like that. But it does. It's also forced. I think we mentioned this last time, but we it has also forced them to have、Be、to look、creative. into yeah delivery and just really push for that. Um, if they want to keep it going, you know, and so then it possibly has expanded their like distribution. Well, I hope know, that it works out is, in that way for them, you know. Yeah, which is、um, great because, you know, I mean, it could open more opportunities in the sense that, like, oh, well, now it's reaching more people than it would have. Right. And then when things open back up, hopefully they'll have those.、Uh, they'll have that in place. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, I like when you said because of this,、mm -hmm. because I like to imagine that it was because of us. Like we did that. Like us, no. You know, <laughs> like when you, like when uh, you uh, boo somebody at the free throw line and they break. Yeah.、You're、like I did that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah it no, was totally, me. Totally. You know. It's the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we have talked about all that,、uh -huh. we are going to get into what made you want to drink. Well, honestly, I haven't really needed a reason. <laughs> <laughs> As、uh, I'm sure you can、uh, attest、um, to, well yeah, said, well said, you yeah. know, you can relate. But、um, I wanted to like talk about how.、Uh, so recently, I found out that one of、uh, This radio show that like I used to listen to, it's a Japanese radio show that used to do podcasts. Actually, it's like not even the, this particular radio show, but it was a it's a different radio show hosted by the same guy who was like this Japanese rapper called Utamaru.、He's、from Rhymester. From Rhymester. Um, he and he, I used to listen to this radio show that he had on Saturday nights. Um, I'm blanking on the name, but anyway, so so they used to do a podcast of this, and I start I used to listen to it, and they would split up the the whole show into diff like three different podcasts for that one night.、Mm. It's like a three hour show, I think,、mm. and would really give you pretty much the whole content, and they would even have like. Post show podcasts and stuff like that.、Um, a lot of times they would have like music and stuff, which you know obviously gets cut out for podcasts. But you know, like you can, if I really wanted to listen, I can look up the song and like in YouTube and listen to it and whatever you know. And so I really、uh, like that show. And then he started doing a that show ended and he started hosting the show that was like a daily show Monday through Friday during I think like evenings early evenings or something like that oh after six it's called after six junction and so he、um, it's the 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 audience I guess is like a little bit different but I was like interested in listening to it because he's just like a really he's just really interesting and he talks about like different things including music. He loves movies, culture, different things, right?、Um, but that radio station stopped doing podcasts. 
I think they, I want to say they were one of the first radio stations to do podcasts in Japan, like make their shows into podcasts, but then they stopped because their, like, their server was full or something like that. <laughs> and I was just like, it's bullshit. It's trash. Yeah, it's trash. I was like, come on, man. Like, um, Upgrade your server. Get, yeah. get some more and, and the thing space. is, like, with Japanese, uh, I think a lot of American radio shows, you they'll stream it, like, internationally, so people can actually listen to it um, even if they're not in the U.S., yeah, like live, you know, if, it's awesome. if, if you know, like I know ESPN does that. They get like so-called, you know, calls or whatever from international listeners sometimes, right? But like in Japan, I don't know the laws or whatever the fuck, they they won't do it. So then the, this new system. Japan is very like you know closed off about their intellectual property. Yeah, in it's really fucking you weird. Know? Like they're very guarded about it, and mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I get it, mm-hmm. you know. But like at the same show. time, it's, mm-hmm. you know, there's a trade-off mm-hmm. because you have so many people who are hungry for that material yeah, and outside you know who, of your country. Exactly. And you also have That's, uh, Those are the hungriest of fucking people. You know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, a lot of Japanese people who don't live in Japan, like, like for me, the reason I even started listening to, got into it is because I, like, it was a way for me to, like, get you know, information or feel connected with, like, culturally, you know, right. of what was going on there, you know. Um, and so, anyway, long story short, I know it's not short, but basically they stopped doing podcasts. They were like, oh, we're going to do the streaming service, but, like, I couldn't get on it. And they had, like, a cloud service, which was, like, the app was only for Japan. That's another thing. Mm. They'll do a lot of, like, oh, you mobile apps but they're not available for the u.s customer um so i can listen to it on the browser but it was not as convenient so i just stopped listening but recently they're like hey but it's because i still follow them on twitter and so they're like hey we're back on podcast and i was like what hell yeah hell yeah so this was like in april i think so i started listening again um and yeah i mean it's now it's like daily so there's more stuff even oh, though cool. it's like a little less condensed i want to say but um it's it's awesome you know they they were talking about like video games well that's um, what i was gonna ask I, I wanted you to talk a little bit about mm-hmm. what topics yeah. is utamaru covered because my understanding of him yeah is you know obviously he's a rapper yeah which you know if you're a japanese rapper yeah that means that you're going to be culturally intelligent. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, he, yeah. If, you, if, you, if you're about your shit, like if you're good, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and he's one of the best, like ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, what kind of things does he go on about? Um, well, there'll be like a segment where it's just so for this show, he has like every day of the week, he has a different. A partner that he partners up with to host the show, which is like an announcer for that TV network, uh, TBS. And so he has different people that he talks with like every day of the week. Um, so, but they'll be into different things, you know. But they've definitely, a lot of them have been talking about like Animal Crossing, you know. So they're doing, right now, currently, they're doing social distancing their show. So the announcer host will be at the the radio TV station hosting, you know, with, like, way less staff. And then Utamaru is at his, like, 
agency, I guess they're like, they have like a little room in their agency that has like a radio setup, so he's there by himself, and then they're doing it remotely, and then watching each other on Zoom or something, you know, just so they make sure like, you know, they see each other too. Um, but, I mean, it sounds fine, it sounds totally like they're there, you know, um, but they're, because of the situation, they've have been playing a lot of video games, mm. I think, you know, so they talk about Animal Crossing, Utamaru said he started it, but he kind of is like, not really his thing, so he's kind of left it, um, but he's like, but I've been playing my animal, my version of Animal Crossing, which is Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> because I guess when it came out, they were on tour, or they were recording or something, and he was busy, so he couldn't like, he wanted to play the game, he really loves video games, he wanted to play it, but he didn't have time to, so he's finally getting to it now. Um, they talk about music, they have like people come in, they have like several people who are like DJs or like music critics, they come in and talk about certain things. Um, they had this woman come on, uh, it was her second time on I believe, I didn't get to hear the first one because it wasn't on podcast yet, but she's somebody I actually knew know through my original podcasting days, Digio. Um, she's like a Japanese woman who used to, at the time she lived in London, I think now she lives in Japan, but she does a lot of, she's a writer and she does translation and stuff too. But, um, her, her thing aside from like translation and the other stuff she does is like zines. So she was talking about zines and like advocating for them. And so, um, they had a say so they had like a segment every day that where they have somebody on to talk about a certain topic and it you know and then he'll have his own little segment about where he reviews a movie you know and then everybody they'll announce like what movie he's going to be reviewing and then they'll people will write in and like you know which is a segment they had in their previous his previous show you know so it's just a he covers a range of topics, which are all in, uh, topics that are usually interesting to me. And he talks about politics a little bit too, you know, he's just, you know. He's a rapper, he's that Yeah, yeah, he'll, he'll like say a little things here and there about politics. He doesn't like really get into it too much because it's not like a politics show, but um, he'll get into it a little bit like in his like opening segment. You know, where you can tell he, like, he has a lot to say, but he's just yeah. like, yeah, you know. So, well, for I mean, me, so it's been, it's, it's been great having that to listen to on top, because a lot of, I listen to a lot of podcasts in general while I'm working and stuff, but a lot of them are sports, and there's, like, no sports right now, even though I think German soccer started this yeah, morning. Yeah, but I mean, I don't really follow German soccer, you know. I mean, maybe now. I mean, I don't really see myself getting into it at this point. But who knows? But since I don't really listen to the sports ones that much now, just because it's, there's nothing that there's not too much to talk about except for like the Last Dance, Michael Jordan's dog, right. you know. So it's nice to have this now to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like the kind of entertainment you want to drink to. Like, it's like that. Totally, yeah. totally. And it's, it's just all, everything that, like, hits the right note for me personally. Well, you can definitely, you know, check out Utamaru's radio mm -hmm. on podcast. But you mm -hmm. can also check out Rhymester with him mm -hmm. and Mummy D, mm -hmm. you know, on. on yeah. 
on Apple Music, but also, like, I don't know if they have everything on there, mm-hmm. but you could also check them out on YouTube, yeah, which yeah. also doesn't have everything on there, but right. don't make the same mistake as me uh-huh. and check out the other rhymester from Chicago who <laughs> is a white rapper, <laughs> uh, which, you know, uh, not that there's anything wrong with that, yeah. you know, but, you know, like, because, like, his flow is kind of nice, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Like, the one from Chicago? Yeah, I, I was mad. Like, I was mad because I was the wrong guy and I heard his whole song, yeah. but his flow is kind of nice. But I was also like, uh, you know, it's not the rhymester I was looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have with a the, perfect drink. With the model's song. flow is uh, way nicer. Yeah. And Mummy D's flow is like the nicest. It's oh like, my God. Yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> like the coldest. He's the coldest. Even yeah. if you don't understand Japanese, you're you can like, tell. You can tell. This is like the coldest shit. Yeah. Like this is like the coldest shit going. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, it's it's Rhymester is Utamaru, Mummy D, and uh, DJ Jin, who's he, he doesn't rap, but he's a DJ. Um, but they have the perfect drinking song called Hashigo Zake, where basically Hashigo Zake means like you're you're going from one bar to the next yeah. to the next to the next you know like it's it's hashigo is like a ladder sake is like sake you know so it's like you're it's like a ladder you're going from one place to the it's like oh we're not done drinking let's go to the next one you know like uh what are you what are you drinking now like beer and then it's like whatever shochu whatever and it just keeps going so it's a great song well we're definitely gonna bump <laughs> that after this um for me uh what made me want to drink uh-huh. was honestly just uh feeling dehydrated <laughs> like i i've been dehydrated in the pandemic and it's you know like and so it didn't make me want to drink beer i just wanted to drink fluid i wanted to drink <laughs> well i think the water beer, drinking beer was also dehydrated well i would get up every morning uh-huh. and i would drink a coffee right right and then right, which is also dehydrating well it's not dehydrating it but is. it's diuretic right which, which dehydrates you. right right um, so I found myself becoming dehydrated, which is weird because I definitely have been drinking more water and more fluid That's than weird. I've ever been drinking, uh, <laughs> since, yeah, since I've been here, because normally when I'm out moving, uh, right, you're not drinking that much I'm water. not drinking as much, you know, because if I was drinking that much, then I would be peeing more. Well, I've been peeing a lot. Yeah. And I have just been, uh... I don't know. I don't know if I've been nervous or what. I've been sweating a lot. I've been losing <laughs> fluids. I've been crying because we're stuck in the house. I've been losing fluids, you know, from all orifices. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, you know, and it's been so crazy because I'm like, what can I do? So I stopped with the coffee. Yeah. Uh, I peeled back the beer a little bit, you know, like I don't day drink as much. Okay. You know, um, <laughs> and uh, I what have increased my water intake, uh-huh. and which is good. Dude. You know, I've been doing a little bit better, but you know, my lips <laughs> still still very chapped. <laughs> uh, I still find myself, you know, uh, feeling like you know I need more fluid. You know, yeah. So I'm working on it, and the other thing, you yeah. know has been trying to get motivated you know uh, that's uh, also made me want to drink yeah and you know because I, I just feel like you know whenever like i try to do something yeah i'm like ah, i'm gonna drink instead yeah. <laughs> you know like i don't know why 
like I think that like so many people are like that. Yeah. Like once you decide to do something, it becomes so hard to do. So no, it's so true because like even when it's like a, a simple task, you know, like I have to like I don't know do the laundry, you know. Yeah. It it, it seems so daunting. Like I'm sorry. I don't once know. you decided to. Yeah. And you're like, fuck, like, okay, before I do laundry, I'm going to do this other thing. And then in order to do that, I'm going to do this other thing. Like, so you build up all these other things to do around it. Like, I don't know if that's <laughs> how you operate, but that's how I operate. I realize that I do that in Animal Crossing, too. I'm like, you know, like, I'm like, oh, I got to do this thing. But you know what? First, let me f water these flowers. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, like, catch a few, like, I'm going to do all these other things before I get to the thing that I'm going to do. I don't know why. <laughs> I guess it's, I don't know if it's, like, a way of procrastinating. Well, I don't, I don't. I mean, I had definitely been procrastinating, but, you know, yeah. usually it takes me a while yeah. to get Finally to the point do it. where I start exactly. to do what I'm going to do. And yeah. I'm proud to say that I have started to do the things that I've been wanting to do. That's good. In the way that I've been wanting to do them again. And, and drinking I want to continue this. Drinking water was the this. first step. Yeah, drinking water was the first step. You know, the first thing was to get rehydrated. You know, it makes sense. It totally makes sense. You yeah, know, your body is like, 100% water. You know, you can go, you, you can go like 30 days without food. Yeah. You can't go very long without water. No, no. You know, you need I, water. I honestly have been drinking less water since this whole thing, uh, partly because uh, when I was at work, uh, my work has like a water dispenser thing, you know, that does cold water and hot water. And my whole thing was getting, like manipulating the hot and cold. <laughs> I go, bing, 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 bing. And I would manipulate the thing so I would have like a perfect warm water. Not too hot to the touch. But warm, where you're like, ah, like it's warm. Because I don't, like, I know you like cold water. I do. I'm a cold water guy. And I'm like, ah, like cold water is nice sometimes, obviously. But, like, I just want, like, I feel like warm water is, is I don't know, for me, like, I enjoy drinking warm water. I don't <laughs> like that you describe <laughs> what you're doing with the water machine uh, as manipulating it. <laughs> Like, I don't like that, like, right. that, because it makes me, like, what I picture is you, like, kind of, like, slyly walking up to it and being, like, you want to give me some warm water today? <laughs> just, some, just a nice little... A little hot, a little, a little cold, cold, a little hot, a little cold, not too much cold, <laughs> a little more hot. I don't like, I don't like it, I don't like it, you know? Well, I mean, I so like I've it. lost my device, my super easy go-to device of getting the ripe temperature water so i i'm trying to like boil water and then put it in my thermos but only like uh like three quarters of the way and then putting cold water into it so i have like a ripe temperature <laughs> water in my thermos so then i will go to that to drink you know but like it's not it, i haven't been consistent with it it's a lot more work than just pushing buttons I'll say. <laughs> That's wow. water talk for you. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we're going to get to our final segment. <laughs> okay. Let's move on from this. <laughs> no more water talk? Huh? 
You're done with that? Yeah, I'm afraid so. I'm afraid so. We're gonna, we we got to save some water talk for the next podcast. <laughs> okay, I'm sure I'll have more. I'll have updates on you. I'll We're going to get into questions from the Beer Curious. Right. And I'm very excited about this because we have a medley. <laughs> um, I asked my friends. Yeah. And they gave me quite a few questions that they wanted to ask. Yeah. So I will go in order. Okay. Okay. So this question is from my friend Ching. Okay. And he said, what's the difference mm -hmm. between IPA, lager, stout, etc.? <laughs> um, well, the difference, I would say, is the recipe. <laughs> so... I mean, beer is We're not going to cover the et cetera. Like, right. We feel like, well, you know, you, no, I'm gonna I cover, appreciate the help. I can tell you gave well, up by the end, by the well, et cetera. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cover it in a general sense by saying it's the recipe because beer is made up of, you know, like not that many ingredients, honestly, right? Right. It's mostly water, malts, Malt, hops, hops yeast. yeast. Yeah. And then whatever you add to it, you right. know, people could add all kinds of shit to it. Um, but it's the different, the, the way you get the different styles is partly the process. Uh, like, I think in if you divide it in a large sense, there's ales and lagers. Mm -hmm. And those are two separate processes. Right. Um, and there's different stuff in the lager family and a bunch of stuff in the ale family. But it's different recipes, like different malts that you use. Maybe like darker, you know, stouts or whatever. The malts are like darker or roasted or whatever. And mm -hmm. that's where you get the color. Um, and the hops, the use of hops and the different flavor hops. And when you put the hops in and how much hops you put in and what kinds of hops you put in results in different styles and stuff too you right. know so that's my answer well from a simply a consumption standpoint uh -huh. i'm just gonna say an ipa is going to be hoppier which means that it's going to be more bitter uh -huh. um a lager is going to be more crisp, mm -hmm. crushable, drinkable, mm -hmm. probably a good one. You're, you're going to just want to take a big gulp right. of that. Mm -hmm. And a stout is going to be much more maltier and mm -hmm. it's going to be very it's going to be very rich mm -hmm. and a lot of times maybe chocolatey, you know, or have, you know, like you said, roasted flavors. Mm -hmm. And of course, and not know, as bitter. Right. Right. Color-wise, yeah. you know, um, they're going to be more, they're going to be different. You know, a lager or a pilsner is generally going to be more golden. Mm -hmm. You know, a an IPA is going to be uh, darker than a pilsner, but not as dark as a stout. Mm -hmm. You know, it's going to be, you know, I don't want to say orange. Mm -hmm. uh, a, a, lot, a lot of times they are golden. They're there's a much wider color spectrum uh -huh. for those. Um, and and a stout, a, stout, <laughs> a stout is going to be Huel Hauser. A stout <laughs> is going to be dark, uh -huh. you know, like cocoa. Right. You know, so, you know, these are the different, that's the difference just, you know, if you're not going to be technical about it. But 
you know, I, I recommend you try them all and try a few of them all. Don't just decide, I don't like this. Right. Based on one of them because even It can be like them, a weird right, rendition of it. Right. And you know what? They're golden stouts. You know, they're, they're, they're rare, mm -hmm. you know? They're like white tigers, you know, mm -hmm. but they're there and they have stout flavors. They're mm -hmm. really good. Now, this is from Kevin. Mm -hmm. Does liking IPAs make you a douchebag <laughs> or is it just coincidental? <laughs> I think it's a misconception that I think IPA guy is a is, thing. Is a thing, but it's not necessarily. It's it's like a simplification of craft beer guy. I feel like yeah, definitely. right? Because like stepping outside of this craft beer nerd world, if you step out into the world of people who aren't necessarily into craft beer, if you're like oh like an IPA, it sounds like a fucking like a super douchey. A uh, thing to say because nobody heard of IPAs until craft beer became like a thing, right? Because people weren't this first, they, they weren't like, eat, I mean, log, like, of course they existed, lagers existed, all kinds of different beers existed, but nobody was specifying what kind of beer they were drinking. It was just beer and light beer. Exactly. It was a Michelob or a Michelob light. Exactly. So I think the, the fact that you're saying IPA and also the fact that it's like an acro like IPA and it's just like what the fuck does that even stand for you know what I mean I think that just adds to That's it hilarious. sounding douchey so it's not that and somebody who likes what did he say IPA guys yeah no um, or IPA does, does liking IPAs make you a yeah, douchebag no, or is it because, just coincidental <laughs> I mean, neither, honestly, because, I mean, I like IPAs, and I don't think I'm a douchebag, but maybe I am, you know? Well, you know what? But a lot of douchebags like IPAs, you know? But I but think they that... they do yeah. the... Okay, so I think that... They like it because they had all kinds of other things, and they're like, you know what? My favorite thing is an IPA of all the th other things I tried. Or they're just like, oh... Let me be IPA guy. Yeah, no, IPA guy is just a thing. That's what it is. Like, it's yeah. it's not that they just like IPAs. It's just that, you know, it's interesting that the guy mm -hmm. who says mm -hmm. this always tends to like IPAs, though. Yeah. Like, you know, but there is that, if you're more inundated into the community, right. there is that guy for everything. Totally. You know, like, there's the guy, that there used to be the guy who makes you uh, feel emasculated for drinking sours. Right. You know, or whatever, you know, and now there's sour guy, but I you know, feel like who is like higher tier. But um, I feel like if you're, okay. No, go ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry. It's just that. No, I was going to, I was going to say that. I feel like when you're in like craft beers, the so-called IPA guy isn't really the douchebag. Right. The douchebag is like the barrel aged guy. <laughs> see, so no, Why, no, am I no, wrong? No, no, no. See, you're, you're, you're being super disappointed. <laughs> You know, and it's like, you know what? But okay, so it's just that there are douchebags in every community. Totally. Okay, and that's what this is. And this guy is the same guy everywhere. Yeah. So IPA yeah. guy uh -huh. is also a gym rat guy. You know, <laughs> like he's like he's the same guy who feels like he wants to tell you 
how to do everything in the gym. Mm-hmm. He's how the same grow? guy. He's the guy. He's mansplainer guy. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like it's all it's all the same guy, and this guy is just like algorithmically designed to have like a certain type of interest. Yeah, you know? and yeah. So that, and so it just seems like the majority of that guy, for some reason, likes IPA because the irony is that IPA is practically the most uh, proliferated. Yeah. craft beer style it really is so that guy is really not even that knowledgeable and that's right. usually what man's planner guy is or what i'm a personal trainer right. or what gym guy is people try to tell me all the time yeah. how to do things right you know and it's like and you know why it's because i'm petite you know what you i know? call that guys <laughs> uh, please send all comments and criticisms to her. No death threats. Okay. Um, so sorry. Um, <laughs> now, um, please refer to our previous podcast when we talked about uh, uh, men at the bar. Is yeah. that the one? Yeah. Oh, I think we talked about women in beer. Yeah, women that in beer. That was when we talked about yeah. that and uh, high fidelity. Uh, <laughs> please listen to um, that episode. You'll know what I'm talking about. So this question is from Ryan. Pros and cons of 40s. Mm-hmm. Now, you're not very much of a 40-ounce person. No. Okay, I'm definitely not a 40-ounce person, but I have been in... 40 ounce situations in my life, <laughs> you know, like, you know, back in the younger days, before my craft beer days, yeah. you know, um, back in the days when I would like hang out at frat houses, despite never being in a frat mm-hmm. and things like that, you yeah. know, like there were games. That's such a frat kind of a beverage. Yeah. Like, you know, the game was Edward 40 Hands. So I don't know if you remember, if you know about this game, but Edward 40 Hands is basically, this is what happens. I was never in a frat. So um, you double fist. Two 40 ounces. Oh, boy. And then they take some duct tape, and they tape those 40 ounces to both of your hands. Oh, okay? God. And now you got to finish those 40 ounces before you have to pee. And <laughs> that's the game, because otherwise you can't pee. Like, because your hands are duct tape to 40-ounce beers. So I'm not a big fan of... Uh, the 40 ounce, I've had my share of Miller High Lifes. I've uh, done, but I feel like those are 32 ounces. You know, there are probably 40 ounce versions. I'm not sure. But um, how much is a crowler? A crowler is 32 ounces usually, oh, but there God. are crowlers that are different. There are different size crowlers. Okay. But that doesn't, you know, like somebody should make a 40 ounce crowler. That would be cute, you know? Um, but like, you know, it's a lot of beer. The whole, you know, uh, I feel like uh, malt liquor, uh-huh. con. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> like already, like, you know, like we're already into cons, you know. So um, the pros is, you know, you get 40 whole ounces. You know, like. That's, like, that's the only. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. I feel like uh, the pro is uh, Billy D. Williams used to. Uh, endorse uh Colt 45 which uh you know I'm sure you can get 40 ounces of those uh the cons is you're drinking Colt 45 yep. uh so I mean there's I think the pro is the quantity 
And the con is the quality. <laughs> See, I feel like um, the uh, con could also be the quantity. <laughs> that, <laughs> I mean, too, it, that, it, too, that too, that too. It's, it's Quant- quite a bit, yeah. you know. Um, but the pros, you can screw the top back on. And, <laughs> you know, you can stop. You can take a break. You can come back later. Um, the, the, the con. Which also sounds gross. The con is uh, malt liquor breath is like a real thing. I see. Yeah. Uh, now, let's get to the next question. Okay. Uh, this is a question from Larry. Uh-huh. And this is a very personalized question for me. Okay. Because I play a lot of Street Fighter. Uh-huh. And I don't play the new ones. I play the old ones. Right. I play Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Okay. I play Street Fighter 3 Third Strike. I play Street Fighter Alpha 2, sometimes Alpha 3. So I play some really old games. These games... All the ones where you're like... What? These games are all old enough to drink in themselves. Okay? But, like, I mean, I'm talking about how the numbering isn't just like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Yeah, no, you can't even understand it. Yeah. 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 I'm still, still like, I don't understand, like, what the deal is. But his question... But, like, so sometimes when I'm playing these games i play Mm -hmm. them online Mm -hmm. so and online you got to sit in lobbies so his question is what beer accompanies sitting in an empty lobby waiting for a match and i'm like any beer that's on hand dude like it doesn't freaking matter you know uh the whole thing is i try not to drink it too fast i was gonna say i guess it shouldn't be something too crazy because you don't know how long you're going to be sitting in that lobby. If you're playing old man games like those, Nobody's you might there be sitting you. there for a long time. I've seen you. I've seen you just be there being like, God damn it. Like, it's nobody's devastating. here. Yeah. I'm an idiot. <laughs> so, the last question. Does anybody actually like Heineken? This is also from Kevin. <laughs> uh, the guy... Who asked if drinking IPAs makes you a douchebag? Mm-hmm. Now I feel like people who hear these questions are gonna feel like Kevin's a douchebag. <laughs> but <laughs> I can't speak for that. But I love that guy. He's not a douchebag. I met him. He's not a douchebag. <laughs> um. So does anyone actually like Heineken? And yeah, there's. I'm sure they gotta do. be people. You know. Um, At least they think they do. Yeah. Now the reason why I like this question is because when I was in Japan. Yeah. It was driving me crazy <laughs> to see how many people kept passing up all of this delicious local Japanese craft beer mm-hmm. in order to drink Heineken's at various places. Yeah. And Heineken was marketed as craft beer in Japan, you know, um, even though it's been around forever. And I mean, I guess anything requires a level of craftsmanship. It's hard to say what it is or isn't. I mean, I but don't think they're really a small brewery, though, are they? are not a small brewery. They're from Amsterdam. Um, you know, but so many people were drinking that beer and passing up all of these local beers, and I hate that. I really wish that we could get more Japanese people to appreciate the fact that there is so much really good craft beer in Japan and you know their scene has been growing and that's another thing that's really unfortunate about this situation is that you know it really impacts growing scenes yeah you know so um we hope that you know people can really uh you know they're neat like you know I'm not a fan of 
this kind of thing necessarily, like in general. Mm-hmm. But there needs to be like a beer nationalism, like you know, like there, you know, like just 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 within beer, like save the right. nationalism elsewhere, like for other things, like you know, kind of that energy in the beer, like drink your local beers, like drink the beer, totally, totally. You know, like it's well, it's so good. The thing no, about it's so good. Heineken, which is like, so they have great marketing. Well, what I remember about it is that when we were watching Mad Men, which we only watched like I don't know how many seasons, we never finished yeah. it. Yeah, because Mad Men was, like, was making me drink whiskey and shit. And like, <laughs> but there was a point I had to stop. where in Mad Men they had an episode where they're like. Oh, like uh, the guy, what's his name, was Don Draper, was tasked with like marketing Heineken, which was like, you know, this new foreign beer, you know, this like new cool fucking beer to drink. And like, I always think about that when I think of Heineken, because somehow it still maintained that status. Right. At least like in... I mean, not so much here, but still kind of, you know? Like, I think maybe Stella took over. I don't know. The well, same I mean, kind Stella of like. Stella doesn't even have commercials, but I feel like it's kind of the same type of people, though, you for know what, sure. Though? I haven't but really seen. Like, Heineken I've, had the best commercials. They really did have good commercials. I haven't seen them lately, but I also realized we haven't really been watching TV. So. I feel like they had Idris Elba in a commercial at one point. Like I don't know. They had like a guy, and it would always like. They, I mean, they. De- I, I give you that they do have. They did have really great commercials. They have really good marketing, and it's expansive too. Like they do a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. You know, they. It was very, creative. I yeah. liked it. But um, but yeah, like uh, I was gonna say, I was gonna say something, but I forgot. Well, on that note, then. <laughs> <laughs> I we're out of questions. We appreciate everyone. Who brought some questions to us? Mm-hmm. We appreciate those of you who are listening to us, and Definitely. for those of you who have been waiting, thank you for waiting. Thank you. And we I are apologize. going to try to be more regular. We're yeah. doing our best. Yeah. And with that said, yes. can you tell them where yeah. they can find us on Twitter? On Twitter at Drinkalocal TV. Can you tell them where they can find us on Instagram? At Drink Local TV. And how about where they can find us on the classic internet? The World Wide Web? Indeed. The information superhighway. <laughs> Drinklocal.tv. Hey, you gotta love it. <laughs> so, with all that out of the way, we look forward to doing this with you again next yes, time. Yes, yes. And until then... Bottoms up. Bottoms up.